Hi, friends. I'm Allie Domersant, host of the Snapshot Testimony podcast. This is a podcast that really explores those pivotal moments that shape a life of faith in Christ. Now, this week, I've got a special guest. He's a Moody Radio colleague of mine. His name is Merle St. James, and he's a content producer here. His story is one that I've heard many times, and it may sound familiar to you, too. Raised in church, but then as he got older, he decided to go his own way, see what the world had to offer. He didn't see a problem until a friend got bold enough to confront him about how he was living. I grew up in the church. I was an altar boy at a Baptist church. And so we had to know scripture. All all my, a quick way to say that is my foundation was laid well in, in our faith. Uh, but I think I felt I paid my dues. So early 20s, I started kind of um, not going to church, just becoming really worldly. What was the appeal? Was it just like a, a desire to see what else was out there? You know, a lot of times you hear stories of people who grow up in the church and, you know, they backslide or there's a lot of different words that are used but what was it for you was it just like I'm, I'm i'm tired of doing the church thing do you think you were maybe unsaved and didn't really know jesus yet or what was it well it's that's a great question because it's so deceiving i was deceiving myself because i wanted the same things i have now that's what so i wanted it. I wanted a wife, but I was going about it the wrong way. Yeah. So, um, so it was dating for immoral reasons, thinking that's how I would find a great wife. That, like, no. <laughs> it was seeking money. Yep. Um, and thinking that would solve a lot of problems, not realizing, no, I need to seek the Lord first. And then you don't have money problems. See, I was thinking, seek the money first, get all that together. Then I can come, you know, back to the church and, you know, have myself together. And then, no. Uh, But I think so many people still, I have so many friends that still think that way. And they don't realize it. Like just letting that go and seeking God first seems to be so hard to really get what that means. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Lord has taught me to just get what that means. Means, And I think that's what he really wants me to express whenever I do get a chance to share or yeah. tell my story. Yeah. Do you, did you have a breaking point, a point, a moment when you realized you weren't right with the Lord? And is there a moment that stands out in your mind that, that really turned you back to the Lord? Yeah, the moment when her name is Gwen McGee, my old acting instructor. She started doing what no man in my life actually had done, asking me the hard questions. What are you doing? What kind of relationships you're in? She she gave me a spiritual slap (laughs) and it woke me up. That was it. It was finally somebody in my face, basically saying, you're not right with the Lord and you need to get right with the Lord and stop playing. <laughs> she was just so frank and yeah. just right to it. Nobody had had simply addressed me, questioned me. Are you living right with the Lord? 
Wow. And then I had to face it like, uh, oh, no. Wow. Then it was just like, no, I'm not. What am I? Hello? What am I doing? And then by that time, I saw how it hadn't gotten me anywhere. Mm. Everything I had been doing hadn't gotten me anywhere. I still wasn't married, still had no great relationships, still um, my credit was awful, so no money. Just all that, (laughs) you know, it was just nothing was was great. So I learned I can't do it. Yeah. And then that's when I started seeking the kingdom first for everything instead of what I wanted first for everything. And then that's when my life changed. Since then, it's just like the doors just just open as long as I keep doing the assignments he wants me to do and seek him first. Yeah. It's there's a humbling that has to happen. You know, you hear a lot of people who claim some some form of faith or maybe grew up in a church. But at the end of the day, it really is about what I want, my plans, my goals. And then maybe, Lord, I want you to bless it. But really, like kind of where the rubber meets the road, it's still me in control. I I encounter that a lot. And it it sounds like that's kind of where you were at, where it was like, that's where I was at for a while, where it was like it was still... Uh. I, it was still really kind of what I wanted. And then maybe if it was a crisis, God, I need your help with this one. But yep. it was a self-led life. And we know that a self-led life is not is no faith at all, right? Right. And that's what I had to realize. I was getting ready to say that's what I had to learn. But no, I knew it. I grew up in the church. But that's what I had to realize. Like it had to become real, like a you know, just that realization when the light bulb really comes on. Yeah. So what would you say to somebody who maybe sees a friend who maybe like you were, but, you know, it feels aggressive to confront somebody. It feels like, you know, that feels like I'm getting in their business. Like, what would you say to somebody who sees somebody who's kind of wandered off? Would you encourage other people to be bold enough to say, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. I would say get in their business. I would say even risk losing their friendship because if they don't receive salvation and you might be the seed, you might they might not accept it with you, but you might plant the seed and that's good enough. Yeah. And it's worth it to even lose a friendship over that. If that person doesn't want to talk to you for a while because they get offended because you're in their business and telling them or trying to tell them what, because you might not get it right when you're trying to tell them. You might say, you know, um, you might not be letting the spirit lead you with your words or whatever. You know, we still make mistakes in that way. But as long as I say confront them, because I wish someone would have, with me sooner. Say what's on your heart, what you see, what you've already been thinking. Even if it's just saying, you know, dude, or hey girl, how you living ain't right. I'm just gonna tell you, and this is why, even if you have if you have a scripture passage to share, or even just um, explaining the gospel to them is in simple terms, and how yeah. you gotta live by him, you know, seek the kingdom first, not all this other stuff you're seeking. Yeah. And you'll get everything else. Did you ever get to thank the woman who confronted you? Did, did she oh, know? I always do. 
Her name is Gwen, and I call her G now. And like from the old Fred Sanford and Fred Sanford, uh, oh, yeah, the Sanford, Sanford and Son Sanford. show, oh, yeah. I say in the G stands for Godsend. <laughs> um, but we recently saw her. She's in Fresno, California. And we just did a trip to uh, Redwood Forest. But then we drove back down and met with her in Fresno, California. So I, we keep in touch. And she's still on me. All, you know, <laughs> now it's just new stuff. Snapshot Testimony is a Moody Radio podcast and short feature. If you've stuck around this far, I have a request for you. Can you take a minute to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, whatever you're listening on right now? Your feedback really helps these stories reach more ears. And I really like hearing from you. I'm your host, Ali Domersant, and together we're sharing the moments that shape a life of faith in Christ. <laughs>